three, two, one. I guess uh had to call out today. Had family matters. Family matters, so just gonna be me and you. It's pretty fun. I like I like our sessions. They're 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 great. So I hope 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 the audience enjoys also. But yeah, man, like we as we were talking even before we started, um Islam is you you know, one of the things that God says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala God in the Quran says is that we we did not send this book on you, this Quran on you, this religion on you to to cause you hardship. Uh, th- that's what a lot of people think. Like, oh, you're, you're trying to make me religious. You're trying to make me into religion. You're, you're trying to make my life harder, or worse. It's like no, th- this is actually gonna. This religion is a medicine to your hearts. It is a medicine over a lot of the things that happen to you, um, and it helps you deal wisely with things that come at you, and it protects you from things that are unseen, like we were saying, th- things that you may not even perceive to be coming your way. Islam, God knows it beforehand, anyways. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, you know, not gonna lie, coming into Islam, at first, I did, I definitely did think it was, it seemed a lot, like a lot to me coming in at first. I was like, wow, I'm really getting into a whole different world type of thing, you know, like from p- praying five times a day to, you know, like the diet change to the way how you think about things you know how we're put together our actions and our words it's like everything everything about us in this world is accounted for at least that's like one thing i've learned but at first i was like man this is a lot this is a lot i gotta take in i gotta process i gotta think about i gotta apply and do in my life and it scared me away at first i'm not gonna lie and then that's when I started to talk to you about it. And when you told me, it was like, just do one prayer. One of the five. Try to do one of the five. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, okay. So I started to do one prayer. And then after you start putting that one, then I was like, huh. kind of want to do two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then after two, you're like, hmm. You know, I already did two today. I, I think I could th- I could fit the third one in. And then, you know, and then like, oh, I did three. Definitely can do four. You know, it's like it's it start. It's a snowball effect. It starts to build. Yeah. At least for me, that's how it's been. It's like I feel it and it starts to grow. It's like it's, it's growth. That's what I. Yeah, it's growth, man. It's growth because I'm not the same person. But it's a good kind of growth. It's a, yeah, it's a good growth. You know, you, you were telling me the other day that I, I asked you if you've noticed anything different about me, if, if I've been off lately, any characteristic changes, and your response is I, I was, I've been quieter. Um, and, and, you know, that's actually one of the effects that a sim has on you is as as you gain to learn the Quran more as you gain to learn everything about Islam and God more silence becomes more important than speaking oh yeah you begin to like it yeah and you be, because you think a hundred times about everything going around you because as you were saying you feel that everything's accounted for your words your actions how you represent yourself 
um, all, all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, I've just it's it's been odd, but it, I went from for people who don't know, I'm I used to be a very talkative person, very yeah. loud person, very um, energetic, but not in a bad sense. You're just like you talk, you know how to speak well. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you, I have. Uh, you always got something to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. lately, I haven't. Lately, yeah. I haven't had something to say. But that's interesting, you know. It's because it's taken me a while too to. At least this is something I've been working on: is learning how to listen more. Because one thing I've learned from Islam is we were given two ears, but one tongue. So it's like I don't know. I. I think about that. I'm like, I get you. So you should listen more overall. Yeah, like I would say 80% of conversation skill yeah. is listening. It's not actually the speaking part. People genuinely think you're a good conversationist, not based off what you say to them, but based off how receptive you are to what they're saying. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. I see. I, we were talking about conversation mannerisms, yeah. so I was like, "Let me stop speaking. Let him speak." <laughs> okay, Not but I'll keep going, man. That conversation, but nah, it's just working on the listening part, man. Yeah, you know, it's just once you learn the sunnah al haya, once you learn the 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 method, the way of life, or once you're starting to get to learn it. You realize, like, geez, man, it's it's just this day. Like, I don't have the past. I don't have the future. The only thing that's real is is right now, today. Right. And so once once you just live day by day, and I think that's I, I personally think that's the best best method is to live day by day. You become quieter because every day is more serious then like it's not like one day is a joke and the next day is serious and then the next day is a party and the next one's you know no we're not living by week we're living by day if it's just one day then dude and i you know i slip up all the time everyone slips up all the time yeah i slip up all the time all the time (laughs) i mean but this is like the this is the distinction that i notice it's like when I slip up, I think about it twice. Before, or who I was before, I wouldn't even think about it. I'd be like, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. It is what it is. Doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> but it's- now it's like, no, I I do think about things twice, at least a little more. And that's that's the difference that I would say is between what. Yeah, it's the difference between me. And I would say, like, God, a higher being. Because everything that, like, these beliefs that I'm starting to adopt and apply, they're not mine. I didn't think about them. I didn't come up with them. This is from the Almighty himself. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it really is that, for me, it's that distinction of, like, okay, I'm this dude. I'm just a human. But this guy... He's on a whole other level. And because he knows what's up and what's gonna what's going on and what's like best, I'm gonna try to listen to this guy more than even myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well yeah, definitely even more than yourself. Cause 
and that's taken me a while to learn. I it guess is arrogance. because it's arrogance. I I believe I think I know like I used to know everything. It's arrogant, and that's why God, when he he calls out disbelievers, he calls them arrogant, and he he calls them uh, like having egos and pride that, that gets them in the way. Because what does Muslim mean? What does Islam mean? Submitted submission. submission so what's man. what's hard is to submit. Yeah, man, and it's hard. It's yeah. it's hard, man. Those. And, and what what's interesting about what you're saying is that's really the the, the first lesson we learned as a hu- as humans about our own selves is the only difference between Adam and Iblis. Iblis is Lucifer. Lucifer is the devil. The only difference between Adam and the devil in that story they both sinned. They both disobeyed God when God told them to do something, and they both didn't do it. The only difference between them is one repented, and the other one furthered away mm. in his in his mentality wow and 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 what what did he become he became more ar- arrogant shaitan like you know the arabic word for the devil uh, that god calls him he calls him shaitan shaitan comes from sh- shatana which is sh- like it comes oh. from someone engulfed inflamed with anger mm. and like anger or, or, or like fire Enraged. Enraged. It's it's even and and you know what it is, the 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 rage, isn't even coming from an outside source, right? One of the things about the the shatan or like the fire, is that the it's coming from it, it's fire that's feeding itself, right? Mm. So that's how God explains the devil is he's full of anger and this anger is consuming him and he keeps feeding it and it's feeding itself. It doesn't have an outside source. It's coming from within. And he's going over and over again. And his outcomes were, you know, he tries to make us like that, too. Man, that's the one thing that it's like, yeah, that's another point of Islam that resonates with me. It's like, it's just keeping an eye out for these kinds of things. You know what I'm saying? Like, Islam is the one thing that really drives me for personal growth, to change, to to, to better myself, to change my character. Because... Like, I realize every single action and word that comes from me has an effect in real time, second by second, you know what I'm saying? And just thinking about that, it's like, to give you like an example, I was working the other day, yesterday, and I had a partner with me, which I usually don't. And I noticed that, like, man, I... I get really upset with this dude. I just lose my temper with this man. Like, really, man, I lose my patience, just lose my temper just so quick. And I'm not like that, you know what I'm saying? But for some reason, I guess this guy just gets it out of me. But then I thought about, I literally, like this morning, like, it's like kind of just reflecting on my day or whatever. It's like, I realize I'm like, man, I should just, think about this dude differently because he's just a different person like maybe this is just the way he carries himself in the world and if that makes him happy you know let him be like why am i getting upset by that like whatever man you know like it's like things like that it's like i catch myself like why am i losing my temper over this yeah you you know and then you know what's and and i'm just i'm saying this to like i guess point out like i'm not perfect 
just a human and things like temptation and anger and i guess sickness or ill feelings all that stuff like it happens it happens but it's all about i guess it's all about just the way you think about it and how you approach the situation and i think what you mentioned in the beginning which was your original point was self-growth and self-awareness that then promotes it and yeah. promotes that to be constant and consistent self-awareness and self-growth and you don't find that with people who are not necessarily muslim all the time and you actually don't find it in all muslims either obviously. not really actually you find yeah. it in i personally i found it in like top athletes type of thing like those kinds of dudes <laughs> yeah and, and the like, thing is is like um what one of one of when i was LeBron talking to that vibe. yeah i mean lebron's obviously self-aware yeah <laughs> anyone who's successful is self-aware yeah. it's 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 a required recipe but what i was trying to get at is that i was speaking to my non-muslim friend the other day and I was like, hey, I mean, this is a good chance for you to really find yourself, look for yourself, uh, um, y you know, improve yourself, build on yourself. And, and their response was, I don't really need to do that. I think I'm pretty good with who I am right now. Um, this isn't, that's not what I'm trying to do, right? And I've okay. talked to multiple people who've had similar responses. Like, I've built myself. No, I'm good right now. That's weird. Like, that's an odd way to think is to think that you're done you're done finding you you don't need to find yourself it's like do you understand that yourself isn't singular right yourself is infinite you there yourself has so much more potential than you can ever see or conceive of or fathom and your decisions and choices in life determine whether that comes out or not and, and people saying that they found themselves oh i found myself when i was this or at this moment it's like you're never going to find yourself. Even when you die, you haven't found yourself, right? <laughs> like, yourself is infinite, and yeah. it's much bigger than you, and it's much bigger than this world and this reality. That's one thing people don't understand, is our soul is, is in, like, it's legit. Yeah. I don't know how else to say it. It's a legit thing, and, and it's powerful, and, it, and it's been alive for a very long time, longer than we can remember, even though we were it, right? Um yeah so it's just it you can't find yourself like that that's disrespecting yourself be, i i see what you're saying it is a, it's a i believe it's a lifelong thing because i mean every day is a new day man even if you do like i guess the same thing every day like you have your routine you know what i'm saying still there's something about that day that's going to be unique yeah there's something and, and and that routine is is just the testimony for what has to happen, right? Like I have to constantly pound this in, I have to constantly do this in order to get an overall body of work in my life. Yeah, and it really, man, this is coming back to like that input output type of thing. It's like what you consume, what you're taking in, what you're surrounding yourself with. If you do more and more and more of that through time, with time, it's just gonna keep building on you it builds it builds it builds it's yeah it's 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 a i call it a lifetime work in progress you know like work in progress lifetime like duration 
as long as it takes, I guess. It's, uh, and it, 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 it will take a lifetime, yeah. guaranteed. It's whatever my lifetime is. Cause and you know what written. it is, too? Is that <laughs> it is your life. Yeah. Like, that's what you're, you were created to worship. And the only way you're going to have the fuel or the energy or the mentality or the wisdom or knowledge to worship, which is what you're created for, is to do this. Be self-aware. Find yourself. Find God. And Islam, all of that kind of stuff goes into the outcome, worship. You know, I believe that even people that say they don't believe in God, they do. I think they might just be in denial. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just personally, because it's like, yeah, if you even take away religion from it and you try to break it down to the most basic, most basic level of things still you're you you question you got a question they're not against god what what they don't realize and what others don't realize maybe is that they're not against god they're against the idea that was raised in them about what god is and so if you just like you're saying that is yeah broke it to them to the very simplest of levels and be like okay but there was the big bang, right? So that means there's an initial point. And they're like, yes. And you go, so that means there had to be something that caused this initial point. Because do you agree with me? To every effect, there's a cause? They're like, yes. You're like, oh, okay, so something must have caused this. They're like, yeah, probably. And I'm like, okay, so you believe in that something. They're like, yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense to me. And I'm like, well, we call that something because what are we going to not call it something? We call that God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they go, hmm, no, God is this anti-homosexuality anti-abortion guy with the beard in the sky uh with the sun and all this weird other stuff that's what god is it's like no you're not getting the concept here you know i think that's a very good point that we should talk about is the distinction of what god is like how islam makes you see or think about god you know because very different it's way different man like i it it's two different axes like two different levels you know what i'm it, it's way different but it's like you need that distinction to be able to think that way you know what i'm saying because if not you won't know you just won't know like that's why the shahada which shahada is bear witnessing that there is no god but one god that's why it's the way to enter to become a muslim why because you need to have the core principle the core belief that there's only one god and one god only in order to then understand the rest of islam dude i love that statement i love 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 that statement la ilaha illallah i love that statement because it's like if i talk to my friends who don't you know say they don't believe in god or they have their own beliefs i'm gonna put it that way when i talk to my friends who have their own beliefs and we you know when you get into those conversations there's always that point where you get to where like everyone is in their own a little intense type yeah. of thing you know what i'm saying that's the moment when it always clicks in my head it's la ilaha illallah it comes to my mind because that's the belief and i and i say that to my friends it's like at the end of the day man i believe that you and I and everyone else here and everyone in this world, we belong to the same person. Same Simple God. as that. Same, same God. Yeah. Excuse me. But atheists aren't necessarily against 
God, especially even when you hear them arguing against God, they right. speak of him as if that he exists. Exactly. <laughs> it's like they know he's there. I guess they just hate him. Is it kind of like I don't know the, about hate. I think it I think cuz I used to be like that. They're I, angry at him. I don't know. Yeah. I used to be like that when I was young, man. I used to be all I was very ignorant to be honest, blasphemous. If you ask me, I would say I was blasphemous, bro. I was dude, I was <laughs> Saying some outlandish Outland, stuff, about God. outrageous things, just yeah. complete cheese. But like, yeah, I I don't know. If, I don't think they're really angry or they really hate. I don't. Maybe it might be that way. But I truly think it just comes from a point where like you just don't understand something, and you start to get frustrated. You know, you're like, man, why can't I figure this out? Like, why? You know? I will tell you that most people that disbelieve in God isn't because of any logical premises or any any philosophical avenues they took that led them to them going, hmm, this isn't logical to believe in God. This is unscientific to believe in God. Even though when they start arguing with you, that's what they make you see. That's what they seem to have as their reasons why they don't believe in God. But it's not. If you really dig into them, if you really get them to the core, it's always an emotional reason. It's always an event or someone or something that happened that caused them to disbelieve in God. Wow, that's so true. Because, wow, dude, that's facts. No, that's facts. Because logically, I think logically God is perfect. Emotionally is where the difference comes. Because we those emotions really drive us really do does god have emotions I, not in the i wonder not in the, not in the human sense right because yeah. that's what makes us weak i would say in a sense yeah. not just weak but also allows us for growth but i wonder he ch it seems to be that he chooses which state he's in hmm. like the way he speaks and this is this is not coming from a scholarly source this is me speaking um and I'm nothing. Uh, <laughs> it seems to be that he chooses which state he becomes in. Hmm. Right? So he, he decides, oh, I, right now I'm going to be angry. Therefore, he's angry. Right now I'm going to be this state. Therefore, he's that state. He, he's not controlled by them. He controls them. Interesting. Yeah, dude, yeah. that's a whole other level, man. Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. I may not. May, may, I, I would definitely check with a scholar about that. Yeah, but um, I mean that sounds like it makes sense. I mean, yeah. if it would fit in his characteristics, as long as yeah. You know, I think another part of Islam that should be talked about more is the idea of worship. Because when we think of worship and what worship is, most people have an idea in their head of what it is. It'd be like you know, praying on your knees like opening your hands you know which is like there are forms of worship that are legitimate but it, there are a lot more other ways of worship that we don't know about or aren't talked about for example like um speaking with god uh, no, no, I'm, not, I'm not sorry not speaking with god but speaking about god with your friends you know what i'm saying like trying to actually learn something have a good discussion about it because you mentioned his name and I learned this from, what's his name? Mufti. No, it wasn't Mufti. No, man. Omar. Omar Suleiman. <coughs> Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. 
um, he said that when you mention God, when you when you talk about him, angels surround the room, you know, and that's like it's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, and even anyone and it, listening to this podcast, that's yeah. a form of worship. Oh wow! See, like, yeah. and so like anyone that listens to this podcast, that's a form of worship because we're in the sense like. It's remembrance of him. Yeah, the remembrance of God. Yeah. It's a form of worship. It's like that that little thing right there in itself is a form of worship. But like we I don't think we anyone really would think of it that way unless you I Until guess, God tells you. Until that, I guess that, until that God tells you way. or you find out, you know, it is that way. Yeah. Like uh, for, for example, a cool, a cool thing is that because you, you you reverted or converted to Islam, whichever one you right, I'm a revert, right? right. I, for I think I'm a convert, according to God, I'm a revert. So it's like, yeah, because you were <laughs> born Muslim, right? Right, and yeah. that's just not that's just something you don't know. You don't know this, like you none no normal people just wouldn't know this until you either are taught or you look into it yourself or you hear about it somehow. And I think that if it does get to you in some way, shape, or form, it was meant to get to you. Yeah. And l- l- let's go back to this idea of God thing. Because even when people think of Islam, they immediately impl- uh, n- imply, I guess is the word, that that God, our Allah, since we call him Allah, that means it's a very specific definition of what Allah is compared to the definition of God in general. And so to them, it's like, oh, Allah must mean, and then they, whatever, insert blank, right? And they, they think we're going to be like Hindus or, yeah, like Hindus where, you know, our God looks a specific way and has specific attributes and has specific powers and, and is a certain personality, has a very specific personality, right? Because that's how their gods are. And so when they hear our God has a name, they're like, oh, therefore he must have, you know, these very defined characteristics. And what people don't understand is that, no, Islam's God, Islam's Allah, is the God, it's a pure version of God, which is, we don't know what he looks like, we don't know what he's about, you don't, we don't know his, we don't know, like, we don't, we don't know, and he's just what created us, and he's all powerful, all being, all hearing, all seeing. If our brain attempted to plug in and have the understanding of god our brain would blow up <laughs> like simple as that it would just explode you can't no capacity can't handle it no computer can do it like it's infinite you're inf- trying a finite it, being trying to grasp an infinite man being. i love this because this goes into the 99 names of allah yeah and that's i guess that's the best way i i look at him I try to look at him. Yeah, he, he rahim you know, that at least, yeah. Because each characteristic is more than just that characteristic. It, it, it It's like an onion. <laughs> you know, you have an onion, you got the first peel, and you take that layer, and then there's another layer, and then there's another layer. It's just layers on layers on layers. It gets deep, man. Yeah, each word, each name he's given himself is deeper than even the 99. And he he actually told us he has even more than 99, and but those are the ones he'll let us know about. Right? And one of the things that God tells us in the Quran is, uh, you, you, you humans, you as humanity, have given very little no- knowledge. Right? 
with all the tech we see around us, with the spaceships, with the satellites, God goes, we gave you only a little bit of our knowledge. Like, imagine just Man. what else we can, if he allowed us, right, to. That's what's crazy. Yeah. Dude, I, I just think, like... Um, it's odd, man, because I like to remind myself that I'm nothing, you know, that and that God is everything. But for some reason, I still feel a sense of worth. But you feel it from a different source. Yeah. Which is now the correct source, which is you feel worth in that you are a servant of God. Exactly. It's like I, it's... I keep them in mind. Your nothingness mind. is something you're proud of. Exactly. Yeah. It's like I'm proud of being nothing. I'm happy with that. I like it. It's like I'm yeah, and I'll and I'll gladly break it down to you as to why I'm nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's <laughs> the key to self confidence actually. Is once someone accepts that they're nothing. Right. And not nothing like compared to other people or nothing compared to the success of others. But no, nothing compared to God. Once it's once the um, the source of your mentality is God, this is why I'm nothing. Then what ends up happening is when someone comes to insult you and calls you ugly or calls you fat or calls you stupid. Well, you can't insult nothing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know. It's like I already thought I wasn't the smartest. I already thought I wasn't the most beautiful. I already thought these things not not out of a sort of self hatred, but out of a sort of a source of humbleness. Yeah, I am, I'm being humble in that. And alhamdulillah, you know, I'm trying to be smarter. Thank you for calling me, or not thank you, but sorry that you think I'm stupid. Maybe I am. I'm trying. <laughs> Yeah. And and so it doesn't hurt you because when someone calls you stupid, you're not coming from a place of shock. You're not like, oh, I thought I offended. was brilliant. Yeah. 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 Your humbleness protects you from people trying to deflate you because you weren't inflated in the first place. Dude, that and it's and I try to come back to that. It's like remind myself I'm nothing. And I think about my actions a lot more yeah. a lot more but it's like <sighs> I, you know what I, i've been thinking about my emotions a lot more not not even in the sense that i've become more emotional i've just taken them more seriously like i've uh, someone said this uh, i think it was on this podcast that that emotions are a guest in your home hmm. and your body's your home treat your guests well let your emotions seep through you. Let, Let your run, emotions, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they tell you things about you. They they they're the ones that are teaching you. Yeah. You know, like when when I was going through the the hardship that I the, that I was talking about for this week. You know, like one of the things I saw online and, and it really resonated with me is that hardship is God's source. That hardship only leaves once the lesson is learned. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And, and and strange is the like one of the things that the prophet peace be upon him said is strange is the believers matter. Like strange is the believers reality. When good comes to him, it is good from God. And when bad comes to him, it is good from God. <laughs> right, man. 
that's that's been a very tough point that I've been trying to apply is accepting the fact that both good and bad come from God because man some things just get tough dude some things can get very rough very rough but it's like just gotta accept it it's the patience and it's, it's the, the reactions yeah you know dude like if you re- i just like i can just confidently tell you that islam is it's just great in my life i'm not the best muslim i'm not the most islamic you know to put it in that way but what i have tried to do i've been able to do it hmm. i like this is a verse that resonates with me and i don't want to get this verse wrong but the quran i remember it specifically mentioning success comes from the believers i think we should look this up <laughs> but it's it's about success it's like success comes from the believers or like believers will lead into success are are the successful are, the are they successful yeah the idea laid that i that I, at least I picked up it is like if you want to be successful, this is the path you gotta follow. And not necessarily like we're not some mega church preachers telling you that if you believe in God, your life's gonna be great. Right. Uh, success is very much so subjective. Yeah. Yeah. Relative. relative. Exactly. And you're gonna be successful if you're not successful in this world. You're gonna be successful in the next world. Yeah. That's that's really what God is pointing towards. And you'll be successful in this world relative to what you would have been if you weren't Muslim. Exactly. I'm not trying to come off as like, oh, if you don't follow these Ten Commandments or if you don't follow these regulations that Islam has put out in this Quran, you won't be a millionaire. You're screwed, man. I'm not I'm not trying to I'm not coming off that way. I don't want to be that guy. Like, yeah, if you don't follow this Quran to these details, to these deets, like you're screwed, man. Like, I don't know what to tell you. You're hopeless. Like, good luck. You know, I'm not trying to be that way. I'm trying to tell you in the sense like, look, these are these guidelines. They come from this guy who is the creator of all things. Alhamdulillah. Like, super, like, Allahu Akbar, you know, like the greatest, the goat of all time. This guy, these, this is what he's telling me that I should follow. I'm going to, I've applied like this thing, this thing here, this thing here. I'm going to see how it works. Let's see, let's see, let's see how my life changes. If this is true, you know, I'm going to test it. And I don't want to, like, be the one, like, I'm not testing God. But, you know, maybe I did test God. I don't know. I'm not trying to power trip. But I was like, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna apply this. I'm going to listen to this guy. And, yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah. It, it's like, dude, I don't know. You've known me for a good while. And I think you could say I've changed. I mean... I definitely can tell you I've changed. The way I think has changed on the daily, man. On the daily, I try to think differently. Like, I I try to catch myself, you know, when I'm slipping. Because I do slip up. I slip up often. But every it's day. Every day, man. But it's like I've been trying to just catch myself, like, noticing it and then working on it. And if it wasn't for a song, man, I'd be lost. I'm so serious. It's like I would be lost, dude. I would I would consider myself to be hopeless, you know, inner self-critic, whatever. But, like, 
yeah i'm just i'm grateful I'd, I, i'd be the biggest loser yeah in the world i would be the biggest loser in the world without islam yeah, yeah. and i'm grateful for that like i can acknowledge that you know yeah. i can admit that that's that takes a sense because yeah man it's acceptance dude it's like it's acceptance you know like uh, one of the things that slam gives slam satisfies all of the elements of happiness or all of the elements of of, of of good mental health the elements of happiness or good mental health are something to do something to look forward to someone to love all right and i think there's two more but i always forget them <laughs> but something to do i mean you always got to pray five times well you know if if you're following a stem you know there's always something like yeah you, dude, there's always something to do yeah for real that's one of the first things i noticed i was like huh so i do have something to do today yeah i should be doing something today i think that way man yeah. and that's why i feel kind of guilty sometimes because i'm like I should be praying right now. Or like, I shouldn't be like lazy sleeping in bed all day because as you were saying, work is an act of worship. If you're out there working and you're making money in a halal way right. and, and providing for yourself or your family, that's an act of worship. Yeah, and that and that's true. It's honest work, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like this life really it comes down to a choice, left or right. I'm not trying to black and white think here, but it's like it really it comes down to your choices. You can make it easy for yourself and live easily. I guess or you can try to take a different route and it'll be a little harder but the reward is better is so better. and it's easier in other ways but you only get to see that ease in other ways it's fulfilling it. man like it's satisfying yeah. like i told you this i it prayer the few times i do pray are the f- moments where i feel satisfied i feel content i feel good after i pray Drugs isn't doing that. <laughs> Sex isn't doing that. You know, clothes aren't going to do that, maybe temporarily. But it's like, yeah, it's the one thing that makes me feel that worth, yeah. that little light, that's that sense of I'm nothing but I'm something. Yeah yeah and it's even it gives you something to look forward to yeah it gives you heaven to look forward to the next day to look forward to because guess what i i can't wait to improve on myself yeah man more to do i need to work on the way i come off to people when i talk about my beliefs in this song you know because i definitely i think i have i definitely can come off too strong and i could see how it could impact like the way people think about the religion you know and i don't want to be the guy to like scare people away or be like oh this guy's muslim but like look at him he's over here you know doing this this and that you know i mean i'm sure it could happen or it might happen or it has happened but i just don't want to be that guy and this is the part that matters it's like you know you reflect and you realize it's like hmm maybe i should change this about myself or how i'm coming off this way about this or how i'm talking to this person you know like why am i getting upset with them yeah they're just them you know this is just it's one of the things i've learned that has made a difference in my life what sam is that yeah. What yeah yeah and let me let and me. dude it, i feel like also come off as annoying man because it's like 
I'm noticing it's working for me. I want it. I want to share this, you know, it's like, I'm trying to spread this man, you know, it's like have a taste type of feeling. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, uh, you know, you have to learn the, the, the lesson that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that God teaches all the messengers because they've all felt, uh, even more intense 20,000, no, I said 20,000 arbitrarily, just thousands of times more than what you're feeling towards their people they yeah. cared about them even more than what you do and god always told them like listen at the end of the day you're just the messengers you're you're just relaying the message i decide who deserves infinite life and even when god in the quran mentions man because it's like <sighs> man's is looking now it's just that simple yeah and, and he always mentions that hardship why why does he put us through hardship to see if we're being for real oh you believe in me all right let's see let's see if you still believe in me now how about now and 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 by the way he doesn't just test you with hardship he tests you with ease and the heart the test of ease is actually much harder than the test of hardship like one of the things that prophet Suleiman, prophet Solomon, king Solomon, says when he see when one person goes look look at you Suleiman. Look at you, prophet, uh, messenger of God. Look at what God has given you. And so that man looks around him, and you know the jinn, right? The ashayatin, the, the, the devils are under his control, right? The birds are under his control, and the animals are under his control. He has a mighty army. He, he's, he's the most powerful man in the world, and he's looking around. And he goes, this is what my Lord has tested me with. Right. He understood immediately. It's a test. And ashkur am akfur, right? This is what my Lord is testing me with, whether will I be grateful or will I disbelieve? He didn't understand it to be like, because my Lord loves me, that's why he's giving me all of this. Well, I mean, to an extent, but yeah, he understood the test and the ease. Exactly. I think that's, well, something I've been realizing it's I've been talking a lot about mentality and it's it's another major point that Islam has taught me that I am very grateful for is it's your mentality it's how you look at things how you look at this world how you look at what's around you it's everything man it's all your mentality it's all it is yeah if you can change this everything around you is play-doh straight up yeah <laughs> If um, you can get the war inside, then yeah. the war outside becomes nothing. And it's quite a struggle, but that's the point that I like to uh, hold on to is that this life is a test. Everything that happens is for a reason. Everything that is personal to you is for a reason. The people you meet, who you're like literally that thought process is what made me think twice yesterday about man why am i losing my temper with this dude because i thought of it you know this guy is in my life now never met him before never planned to meet him but he's here he's next to me now it must be for a reason it's to me that reasoning is the testing it's like a test everything is a test in some way shape or form and yeah. and it makes me tread 
carefully. <laughs> yeah. Tread lightly, you know? And if, like, even, and even if, like, I do slip up, you know, I did lose my temper. It at least made me repent afterwards and realize, damn, that's, why did I do that? There's no need for that. And, and, then, and to then try I, to do better. Yeah. To, and to try, I would literally think, like, this, I need to do better with this guy. He's different. He's way different than me, and just because he doesn't think the same way as I do doesn't mean I have to get upset about it. And then even, like, the repentance, too. You know, like, I apologize to the man because I kind of lost my temper there, you know? It's like, yeah, I, I truly, it's just the way I think about and the way I look at things is just way different. And if it's not for Islam, man, I'm telling you nothing else would do it science didn't do it for me actually thinking with science as a base definitely led me to do i would say things that probably weren't the best for me yeah because because science has that sense that taste of unknown of risk of you know like you gotta kind of like mess around to find out type of thing whereas like religion Islam, in the sense, it's like, this is what it is and how it will be. Yeah, Choose well, wisely. <laughs> well, yeah, what people try to do is they try to use science as a moral doctrine. And, uh, you can't. No. You can't. And just like you can't take a moral doctrine, that's science. Right. You know, like. Uh, you, but they are. They, they this, come together, yeah. but they're both separate things. And you have to treat them and respect them in, in their two separate fields. If you get them mixed up, that's where you mess up. But like the Quran. It's not a science book. The Quran is a is is a theological religious book. It's a, it's a book from God, right? That that's the difference. Treat a science book like a science book. Treat a religious book a, a book of Islam, book of God, like a book of like God. Like a book of God, yeah. It's just different. And well, one thing that you said that's interesting that I want to comment on is is that everything happens for a reason. One of the things that God always says is he when he strikes you with calamity. You know that in the Quran, right? Yeah. What he's using when they're struck with calamity. I remember that verse yeah. specifically. Yeah. English, you know, it's different, but exactly. And yeah. here's what I'm about to tell you: is the Arabic. The Arabic word for struck. The reason why it turned into struck in English when they came to translate it is because it's as close as it gets to what the Arabic word is saying. Isaba, asabatkum musiba. Musiba is a calamity, right? Isaba is actually something that is meant to hit you. At no point are you not its target. Whoa. <laughs> right? Like uh like if if a guy has a bow and arrow and he has a target and he strikes him, that's an asaba. Right? It's like an aim. It's it's coming at you. I see. And yeah. it's hitting you. Okay. It's not like <laughs> it, like God's telling you it's not your choice. Like this isn't of your own like this is going to hit you. It's meant to hit you. This is your calamity. Okay. Right? And, and that, that, that's where the change comes from. And, and God always talks about, like, are you going to fall on your head? Are you going to, every time, whenever calamity strikes, are you going to give up, fall, go despair, disbelief? Just, and, and, and that's why, what is, what is the Arabic word for test? Fitna. Or not test, my bad. But what Islam usually calls testing you is fitna, and and why the, why we testing is as close to fitna as it gets. But fitna actually comes from, and I'm being very, 
I'm going to be very vague with its meaning here because I actually kind of forget the class I took on it. But when so, fitna is the same word you describe clear, clear uh, cleansing gold. All right, the process of cleansing gold and, and that kind of stuff is called fitna also. Why? Mm -hmm. Because you're striking it with hardship, hot pressure, heat, uh, and, you're pr and you're purifying it. Because what you're removing is the ugly and the bad, and you're coming out with the gold. I see. And so gold, good souls have to go through the same process as gold. Is You have to put it under extreme pressure in order for God to see, is this gold or is this a whole bunch of residue is this black fool's gold yeah yeah is so, this pyrite <laughs> yeah so that's all he's seeing in you i'm gonna test you right now and, and people are like oh how does he but gonna, no i think this is a very good point sorry not to cut no, you go off ahead. but going off of what you said is god also will never test you with what you can't handle you know what i'm saying every test that comes to you is something that you can handle I, I, you know, I'm, I believe that. Yeah, no, I believe that, too. I believe that to an extent of Muslims. That's, I think for everyone, man. I think we're all given what we can handle for real. Yeah. And but then, what, what happens to non-Muslims, right, if they're very if they're very much so like on the wrong path. Right. So it's not like all non-Muslims, but but in, in some cases, because they're no longer under the basically jurisdiction of God, uh, sort to speak. I mean, everyone is technically always under jurisdiction of God. Yeah. Um, but they're choosing not to be, at least when it comes to their morals. What ends up happening is the very things that I t we were talking about, the unseen events that, that happen if you don't follow the way of God. So events that are very, very difficult, that even may be overbearing, happens to them. Because they're not following God, hmm. right? So there's events that come from God, right? Well, all events come from God because he, at the end of the day, if you look at it, he's the ultimate cause of all the effects. So everything comes from God, technically. But yeah. a soul yeah, bears what it reaps. That That's also true. Right. So, we have a so part. Both we have play. Like, we can... We have... Yeah, we have play. Like we can play. You know what I'm saying? I guess. I guess just because I don't, we don't. I, I don't want to have the audience, you know, go a weird train thought with it. It's it's a fine balance between every soul reaps what it bears. I, I think that's what the quote is, um, or bears what it reaps. Get what you deserve. Get yeah. The souls get what it, what they sow. Reaps what it sow. Reaps what you sow. Yeah, it's the fine line between that. And no soul is burdened more than it can bear. It, it's right there in the middle. Wait, repeat that. Every soul reaps what it sows, right? Uh-huh. Shall reap what it sows. And no soul is burdened more than it, when it can bear. I Those yes. two philosophies, the correct answer for how events happen to us and the difficulty level lies in the middle of those two philosophies. Mm. Is... You still reap what you sow with your own hands. But. But. No soul does get burning more than it can bear. But. If you bring it upon yourself, it might be. Yeah. If you're asking for it. Yeah. You know, if you're out here, you know, killing people and stuff and you get shot 20,000 times. Now, <laughs> I'm not going to 20 times and you, you live. 
Now, I'm not going to lie to you. There's not many souls that can bear getting shot 20 times. That's a lot of pain. But you sold that. You shouldn't have killed someone. Right. <laughs> you know, like stuff like that. I don't know how to explain it. but No, it's like what I'm getting from what you're saying is that that answer right in the middle is the ultimate fairness that comes from Allah himself. You know what I'm saying? He's the the best judge, the best one to make that decision. As to whether what happens to you. Yeah. 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 And I, I would say that's where a lot of my faith lies. I mean, oftentimes I self-criticize myself and I'm like, man, based off of like what I'm doing or what I, what I've been doing, I'm probably going to go to hell, you know, to be frank, that's like how I would think and say, but then I realize I'm just a mortal man. I'm limited. Like that decision is ultimately not up to me, not up to me at all. It's actually kind of disrespectful for me to like get ahead of myself and be like, yeah, this is where I'm going to go. What do I know? I don't know. I don't know anything. <laughs> like, I don't know tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I forget what thought process I was going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, dude, it's just, I, I sometimes I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I just think. try not to judge, man. It's, it's a very, sensitive touchy subject you know what i'm saying and that's why i like the fact that i can talk to you about this kind of stuff you know because it's like and i think it should be talked about more i really do i think we should ask like why we're here who made us who made this earth like just question man question everything why not take everything with a grain of salt you know what i'm saying like don't just blindly follow whatever you're in just because that's been your life that's been your tradition that's customs you know what i'm saying that's just nah man take it with a grain of salt question everything like ask 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 and you will receive you know what i'm saying there's nothing wrong with asking no such thing as a dumb question i mean shoot yeah and and then i i like once you've done your due diligence on core principles such as, you know, whether drinking is hot or, uh, is permissible or not permissible, and so on and so forth, sex, premarital sex, all of that kind of stuff. I Once just, you've done your due diligence on that, then become firm. Yeah. Right? And, and I think beliefs. after you apply it yourself, too, is, like, a big thing for me. Because, you know, I don't want to be the guy that, like, tells people, like, yeah, don't drink, don't smoke, don't have sex, like, don't be doing this because it's bad for you. But then, like, I myself am doing those things. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I can't be that guy until I myself, I'm not doing, I'm not drinking, I'm not smoking, I'm not, you know, I'm not doing and anything. even then when you're that guy, I mean, But even still, to... you're still not even supposed to be telling people. But I would feel more inclined because at least I, it's something that I'm applying myself. You know, like, I, I, I know I would feel strength in the sense that i could be like yeah don't drink alcohol and then someone like you know i could be around a group of people everyone's drinking and i feel that i like yeah i don't have to drink i'm not at that level yet you know what i'm saying but to feel that and to believe that you're just different man yeah uh, you're it's different definitely, man. you know be le be strict with yourself yeah but lenient with others yeah that's that's what sam will teach you um, I want to switch it, gears it, real quick because uh, this has been on my mind. 
is Islam's effect with me on how I'm, I like I've been going through uh, re- reconciling with with my young self uh, and, and trying to figure out you know before I continue this journey life journey that I have ahead of me there's a lot of things that messed me up when I was a child man there's mm-hmm. a lot of things that I didn't see at first just has so there's deep insecurities within me deep feelings or and scars that I thought were closed but really I just hid them away from myself to not even recognize they're open and it's just you know I used to be like I used to be this you know fat ugly uh loud obnoxious annoying kid really yeah that's how you thought of yourself that's kind of what I was, and Man. therefore, that, that's, I mean, that's also how I thought of myself, right? Um, and maybe the fat and ugly maybe wasn't what I was, but Actually, that that is how I thought of myself. Yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, and one of the things is is that, you know, now someone, when people now look at me, they they, they immediately think something of me. They think, oh, look, look at this, uh, you know, mashallah, fit, well put together. Maybe they even might find me attractive. Um, well-spoken guy who's not obnoxious, who's not these things. Trajectory. Yeah, that's. But it, on the inside, I still feel like that ten-year-old little boy. Wow. I don't feel these these things that I am today, right? I to me, I still see myself as this insecure little kid who wants validation and attention from others. And will will do anything for it. Wow. And you know, all I've done was become a bigger, stronger, <laughs> faster, better, yeah. insecure little boy. I see. Is all I've done. And I, th- this that's I. There's no, I, I don't have any. I don't have any message I'm giving. That this is just no, the point yeah. I'm at right now. Yeah. You know. Uh, well, first of all, dude, it's I think like realizing that you feel that way is a huge step one it's like notice it accept it acknowledge it you know acknowledge it you're you're this age now but you feel like and you're seeing this is how i'm understanding what you just told me you're at 22 now you've graduated you've got your degree i mean you've got a job you're living life out here you know what i'm saying and alhamdulillah. you're alhamdulillah yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, that's great, honestly. You're in great steps, in my opinion. Um, but it's like you're living your life and you're realizing that everything around you that's going on is, I guess, you feel like it's ahead of you. Like You feel like you're not meant to have what you have around you. You're not meant to be feeling and experiencing the things that you have around you. Like, you feel like you're stuck. You're like, you're the same old dude from back then now i just what i thought was but i thought it oh god but it's not it's not like that i think you just have to accept where you're at now and acknowledge who you were before but see the difference in who you are now because you are different you know you are i mean you i i think you're different would you do you think you're different from when, who you were back then to now? Yeah, of course. Yeah, 
It's very different. And, and that's what I mean is I thought that me changing, that me being at the state I'm in right now, that, that, that this all outside success that I'm having would deal with those insecurities. Right. But no, you have to deal with it yourself. I thought they would just go away. No, man. You got to, you got to, and this is what I mean. It's like you're recognizing it. Now that you've recognized it, acknowledge it and accept it. Yeah. Like accept what you're feeling. And and you know where, where I guess this is like acknowledging it. I've done that, right? Just by speaking on it, I've acknowledged it. I guess accepting is the very vague stage that is very personal to every person. And I don't necessarily know what acceptance means for me. Does acceptance mean for me that I that I go, yes, this is what I was, or maybe even this is really who I am, and I love that, and I, I, I don't know. I don't know what acceptance means for me, you know? Can you tell me more about this feeling that you're feeling? It's just... Um, is it... I, I guess view nerves perspective perspective like myself myself perspective myself my, the, my view of myself has not changed since I, see. I was a child. yeah you still see yourself as an insecure right rat, not worthy yeah you're being hard on yourself man i understand i understand that but i don't know how to fix it is my issue you know what mm. I mean? Like, how, did you deal with that at all? Are you I, still dealing with it? I think I do. Yeah. I mean, I think about my life a lot where I'm going and what I want to do. And then I freak out about it. <laughs> but like, then there's this other thought process that I have. And I just realized that everything will be okay at the end of the day. Because if it's not okay, that means it's not the end yet. You know what I'm saying? Mm. When it is the end, it will all be okay. It just works out. It'll work out that way. But the fact that you still have a struggle that you got to work on, that just kind of tells you, like, hey, there's there's room to go forward. Yeah. Yeah. And the struggle, like, there's always something to struggle with and work on. Like, uh, you know, when you're not struggling, when you're not having a full range of emotions, you know, when you have, like, this mono toneness and emotion and feeling for a day and you think wow this is a great day i'm not feeling sad i'm not going up and down i'm mono or i'm even high on life right now this is a wonderful day i've started realizing those are actually terrible days Hmm. because every day your heart should be alive every day your heart should feel sadness should feel love should feel empathy happiness content joy it should feel all ranges of emotions well every day i don't know about feeling all ranges of emotion i think that could be a bit overwhelming but i think that if you listen to your heart and you listen to your body and if your heart is in the right place or at least it's aimed in the right place at least in the it's like you know aimed in the direction of it i think that intention will carry you to to become better like yeah and i I might have misspoke with all but a range yeah like it shouldn't it shouldn't be if like we're looking at it you know from happiness max to sadness max it shouldn't be on one side or another on on the it should be they're they're each their own yeah on equal 
you know you should feel sadness on a day-to-day like as i was telling you like i i now if i don't feel anything to cry about i bring myself to tears why because sadness actually feels pretty good yeah if if it's channeled correctly obviously wow i see what you're saying so you wow that's really cool you're looking at your emotions in the sense like this is what they are and i'm gonna feel them because there is a need for them like to feel and it i see it in the sense like how you're like kind of you're managing them i think that's very interesting because me i don't really manage my emotions and i i don't i'm thinking about it i don't know if that's a very good thing because there have been like times you know where i feel like crying i don't know i guess i've just been like going through it but like I tell myself, it's like, man, I feel like crying. I feel like I need to cry. I got to force myself. But it's like I let myself get to that level, get to that point, you know, where I like I'm like, man, I got to do it. I got to do it. Whereas you, you're more like, you know, it is good to cry sometimes. Maybe I should cry. It's like it seems to have that regulation with it. Whereas me, it's like it's, it's to a point where I start to overflow. Like there's no option. There but is to cry. no option but to cry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like it will come out, you know. But it's, huh? Like I'm I'm dealing with my issues one by one, day by day. Yes. But it's, even if I'm dealing with all of them at once, it's one by one. Yeah. Because I'm crying just a little bit. Yeah. Like you, I cry for three to five minutes a day, rather than crying for hours once a year. Right. Yeah. It's like you're managing, you're dealing, you're working at them piece by piece. That's really cool. Yeah, it's 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 something that I've learned recently because again, it's the mentality that you only have that day. So if life wow. is only that day, then what is life full of? It's full of all of these kind of emotions. That means you should feel them in one way or another, a range of them at least, not all of them like we a said, range, yes. but a range. Man, and, and that should, wow. Dude, that's, you know, that's one thing I've been hearing at the mosque that it's been kind of ringing around, bouncing around in my mind. It's it's like, think about death. Like, literally think about the fact that I could die at any second. And it's, I just haven't adopted it or I haven't ingested, I'm going to put it that way. I haven't ingested it enough to fully really apply and believe that yet. I'm just going to put that out there, you know, it's like... That's, yeah, because it's like, I'm noticing that you, you've kind of been doing that. Like, you're thinking, like, this is, today is my last day type of thing. And it's, it's changing a lot for you. Yeah, and it's... I'm not there yet, man. For some reason, I still think, like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. Like, right now, I'm telling you, like, yeah, I'll probably wake up tomorrow, you know? And it's like, but it's, no, it takes away that... That's the difference, I guess, right now between you and me. You know, it's like, it's... We have similar mindsets, I would say, but definitely not identical. They'll never be identical, but you can see the difference. Like, I would say we're on two different levels, you know, of, I guess, Islam, I would call it. Yeah, but, but and the thing is, is... Paths. Yeah, and every day I choose the level, and every day you choose the level. Because some days, you know, and you know what's funny is that you, you and I, like, you're just implying that probably i'm on a higher level than you 
right? But like to God, you never actually know. You're probably you might even be way way higher in levels than me, right? I don't know. But but <laughs> let's go with your initial implication, strictly based off of um, knowledge, right? I'm a little bit more knowledgeable than you about us, yeah. And that's what makes you have this implication. Well, some days maybe I choose not to apply that knowledge. So maybe I'm even worse than you, right. because I'm a person with knowledge and not applying it. Or maybe some days I'm I'm feeling lazy, so I'm right there with you. You know, like every day is just that day, that choice, that time. It's like people go, "Oh, well, I worked out yesterday." You know, well, yesterday doesn't work exist anymore. Right? Are you gonna work out today? Right. And here's the thing, man. It's like we think that way. It, 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 that's I'm trying to run it, like bring it back to where we started or where I started from is the mindset. It's okay. Am I thinking, oh, I worked out yesterday, so I'm good today? Or am I thinking, did I work out today? Dude, like, but you got to, like, make yourself do that. You know what I'm saying? And that is just the biggest step. It's the biggest step you got to take. It's you dip your toe, you know, or you jump in. It's that step right there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why. Man, but it's so hard, dude. I'm not going to lie. I think it's very hard to change this this little brain up here or whatever we got it's hard to change this this thing it's Bro. malleable but dude it's like it takes effort man it takes like i feel like i can grow muscles quicker than i can change my mindset oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah i could definitely grow muscle way quicker really? than it would be to change my mind you, you know what one Isn't that thing crazy? Is, is that like uh i like who i am today was what I wanted to be when I was 16, right? So my 16-year-old self that was nowhere near what I am today said, I want to be who I am today. And I think even a little better is what I was aiming for. But at for 16, I'm saying, not saying like my entirety goal of life was to be what I am now. No, I'm saying my 16-year-old goal was to be what I am today, which is calmer, I wanted to be closer to God. I wanted to be mentally stronger, physically strong. Like the things that I have now are better than what I had when I was 16 mentally and physically and all of that. So my 16-year-old self foolishly thought just by wanting that or just by changing or deciding to be that, that I was going to be able to do it. When in reality, it took me, okay, so 16, I'm 22. It took me six years of every, I got that right, right? You yeah, made that yeah. math. Yeah. It took me six years of constant day-to-day struggle, consciously trying to better my anger, trying to, be- to to lower my voice, trying to humble myself, remove my ang- arrogance, my ego, be better with my parents, be more giving, be, be more God-conscious. Everything that we've been talking about, everything that Sam embodies every day, if, if one thing's good about me is this. I can vouch every day I'm struggling towards those characteristics and it took me six years to finally get to just that one a goal a slight bit yeah <laughs> just a slight yeah. difference a slight bit yeah <laughs> but hey man progress is progress yeah that's how I would take that like yeah dude that's the excited that's what I love about Islam it's like it gives me that mentality of constant change constant improvement lifetime lifetime improvement it's a lifetime thing for me you know like even if if i do get to a point where 
I fall off the train, you know, I never pray and I'm like, and I'm drinking and I'm just doing all kinds of, it's possible. Still, I know that my brain is going to be like, and I'm going to get to a point where I'm just going to be like, you know, despair type of. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Three, two, one.